0: Grizz World, party time, excellent! Grizz in his car, driving home, filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome back to Grizz in his car, driving home. Today's episode, we finally get Ike on the show, and he's going to tell us about his Rocky fan fiction... We're going to go over some uh, wild and crazy stories that have happened in the past. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to shoot the shit. But I I think today's episode was a nice one. So stay tuned. But before we get into it, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Yo, Griswold. Yo, what's going on?
1: Not much, man. Am I all Grizz in the car right now? Yes, you are. I have uh, butterflies in my stomach right now. I've never been on a big podcast before in my life.
0: Well, now you have. Now you can tell everybody you have.
1: Oh, yeah? So so happy birthday, buddy.
0: Thanks, friend. Got it. So, (laughs) I've been trying to get you on the show for a couple weeks now. And we we're gonna
1: talk about very and very elusive. I am, but um, what are we gonna talk about? My weird movie idea.
0: Yeah, I heard that you had a Rocky, Rocky Four idea, post Rocky Four idea, well, fan fiction. Well, that fan was the um,
1: that was the same idea we had at the uh, Hoboken Hotel. Where I told those two gay guys. But All there's a little yeah. bit in fact, I actually. I actually told somebody that story who was a uh, wedding photographer. I was drunk when I a high point, and uh, he told me to never talk to him ever again, so I'm not even sure I should repeat that whole story. The the Hoboken story or your Rocky
0: idea? Both. Well, uh, you could go into detail
1: of the Hoboken story if you want. Would have? I want to know, it's never really been discussed between us, the North Jersey and South Jersey, and I guess we should protect his name because he's married with kids now, but... I never really understood what happened before we showed up that room, and we found, let's call him uh, Charlie Doe, to protect his identity. <laughs> um, what happened before we got there? We found him in a, drop uh, with his with his pants around his ankles. Yeah. Do you have any uh, Do you have any insight on what happened to that night, uh, Chris?
0: How he wound up like that? I have no idea.
1: Yeah. No. I remember he left with somebody. I just can't remember. Oh, he lied. I didn't
0: know he left with anybody. I thought he went back to the room by yeah. himself.
1: See, I don't know if we should be talking about this. Oh, I guess his wife isn't listening. But um, Yet. <laughs> He left with the girl that night, and uh, me and Higgs and and I think you and maybe Colkin. No, no, it was just me, you, and Higgs. We started walking down the street, and we decided to check on him. And we came up to the room. We found him in the um in the bathroom with his uh, pants around his ankles, with a leg in rope. And um, we tried our best to get him to wake up, but he wouldn't. So we picked him up and tried to get his clothes on him, and he came to while uh, while we were messing on his pants. I guess he thought we were up to no good. <laughs> yeah, which we were. <laughs>
0: yeah, but we weren't up to that kind of no good.
1: No, Chris, I must say you uh, you actually inspired me. I started uh, a little thing on Instagram called uh, "Staring at People at the uh, at the bar." I'm not sure if you've seen that or not. Yeah, I think I saw one of them. I did one. This guy for about twenty minutes straight. I think we had a stare at I me and this Indian guy across the way, and he looked like Kim Jong Un if there was an Indian version of him. <laughs> so it was quite stared out. That's awesome. I am glad I am inspiring
0: people to do things.
1: We are I'm getting out and getting drunk and and doing things like you. So yeah, I
0: got uh, I got one of my friends, Paul. If you've been listening to the show, you know this already. My friend Paul, uh, he started a podcast called PG Rated. Paul and Gabe, they both did PG rated. They do a movie. Wow, you're like they do a movie podcast now. Yeah, I'm, I'm running a whole podcast network. I feel like you're the next Joe Rogan. I really do. I think so. I think I think I'm better looking than Joe Rogan, so I got that going for me.
1: Yeah, he's from Jersey. You're from Jersey. Uh, you talk about random shit. He talks about random shit. I think you got some good going on here, and you're. you're I can tell you're always the building every day. Nice, nice. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that.
1: Are you really sponsored by Swanson Griswold? I'm actually really impressed. One, that Swanson's still around, and two, that you're sponsored by them. Uh, the, they don't
0: have any idea that I exist, but <laughs> oh. they're, they're my target. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just talk about how good their dinners are because, uh, because they're delicious. But also because Weird. when we started, we didn't have any sponsors, and I felt like the podcast needed a sponsor. So, And I was eating a hungry man. So I just decided that that's what I was gonna sponsor, and then it just became a thing. And now I'm hoping one day they hear it and maybe they throw me, throw me like a like a coupon or something at least. But I'm not gonna stop talking about how delicious Hungry Man frozen dinners are.
1: I don't think I've ever had one my entire life, but I'm actually intrigued uh, now that you keep talking about them to try. One. Oh, they're
0: delicious and they're packed with protein, and they'll fill you up every time you get it in the frozen food aisle of your local supermarket.
1: I love being filled up, and I love protein, Grizz. You know oh, that. Oh, I know
0: that. So I, you want to get filled <laughs> up, you just give me a call.
1: Got to be filled up. Got to have the protein. Uh,
0: but, yeah, so to continue on our Hobogan story, so we tried getting him in the bed. We got him in the bed eventually. We did. He thought he was in a different room, or something was going on there.
1: He thought that we had switched him with our protected identity, Maddie. Uh, doe actually he, he's fine Matty higgs and uh he was pissed I'm that that's... he thought he had a uh, manhattan um view which he did not in fact we had a horrible view and when me and charlie were sharing the same room and uh i guess he was just blackout drunk but um yeah which weird came back two hours later and you'd figure somebody's blackout drunk would probably pass out some point and me and higby we snuck down a uh container full of food and, uh, and condiments, and we we're going to plan to make it look like a murder scene when Charlie woke up with the ketchup and whatever. Oh, I remember this. And uh, he was still awake. He was still awake. The lights were out. He was just sitting there, wide awake, blackout drunk, and we couldn't believe it. We were beside ourselves. I was actually scared to go to bed the same room with him, to be honest. Yeah, that was,
0: that was crazy. I remember that. And then uh, then that we went down to that hotel bar that night, and that's where you saw yeah. a guy that you insisted was a film director.
1: Yes, two gay guys, yes. They, I thought they were film directors.
0: And then that's uh, when you pitched them the idea for your Rocky movie, and that's what we're going right. to lead into
1: now. Let's, let's hear that. Well, it was a pretty horrifying movie idea. It's, uh, now I think back on it, but I really got up, I really just can't stand all these action, adventure movies, uh, comic book-era movies. and I pitched the idea of Dolph Lundgren sneaking into people's houses and Gently making love to them while they're asleep. And uh, we had a big argument about whether, whether that would be considered rape or not, or just something really sweet that Dolph Lundgren would do to somebody. And uh, we tried to get their advice. I asked the wedding, I was at the High Point one time, and I asked a wedding photographer, it was the next closest thing I got to uh, somebody who makes movies, and he told me to never talk to him again. <laughs> so. <laughs> so now. So I haven't, this is the first. This is the first time I brought this movie idea. I pitched it to anybody besides uh, since that night. So now, in this movie idea, is Dolph
0: Lundgren still in character of Ivan Drago?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. The trunks and everything. And he actually says uh, to people, I will, I must break you before he, <laughs> you know. <enters." laughs> Do you think that would be considered, uh, you know, against the
0: law, Uh I think so. Probably not yeah. all the time. I feel like there's some people that would let drago rape them and then at that point it's no longer rape
1: which leads me to a question i have for you i we actually had this conversation in our south jersey group of friends and it got a little weird um which of any of your friends do you think i'll go both ways if one, if all of your friends went to jail which one do you think would survive and do well and which one do you think would immediately just be broken well, Dan's Cowboy, your New Jersey friends. friends. Yeah, Dan's
0: already been in jail for three months, so like he's not currently in jail. He was he served a three month sentence at one point in time, really. So I would assume that he's back and he's still the same delinquent he's always been. So I'm gonna go. So he's your strong one. I'm sure others would survive no problem, but because mm-hmm. he's already done it,
1: I'm gonna go ahead and him. say
0: that he will he will be the one that I could prove would
1: definitely be able to do that. Who do you think would be the weak link? That would probably be somebody's boyfriend within uh, within a week or two.
0: I think uh, the weak link would be Wes because he's a cop, and as soon as the inmates find out oh, that yeah. he's a cop, he's going to get raped.
1: Or murdered. Oh, yeah, almost. absolutely. Wes, if you're listening, uh, we'd like to get your input on that. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, <laughs> you don't go to jail and let people know you're a cop.
1: That's true. Come on. Uh Griswold, we actually have a little something. It's been a long time since North Jersey and South Jersey have free night for little shenanigans. It has been uh, a long, long time. I think it has been a long time. Uh, I think St. Patty's Day was one of the St. Patty's Days probably the last time. Or no, uh Colkin's wedding.
0: Culkin's but, um, wedding and uh, Bachelor Party. The Bachelor Party, really. Like the wedding, yeah, but the Bachelor Party, that's the last time all the guys got together without the ladies. Oh yeah.
1: And uh, we just wreaked havoc. Yep, the Wolves of Thirty First Street. But, uh, just to let you know, um, I think we're going to Beer Fest. Me, Colkin, uh, Billy, Charlie, uh, somewhere around March. If you're interested uh, and you want to do a combined uh, Grizz in the Car versus a staring at people at the bar, well, you know, love the team up for you to do something. I'd like to do that.
0: Grizz in a Car and staring at the bar. A team up yeah. to present Beer Fest.
1: And there was actually, I think, a band called Soja or something like that playing tonight, night. So... So, put you
0: know, drop that down here to do list. So, wh- where is this? I'm assuming this is in uh, Atlantic City?
1: I think it is, yeah. I think it's Atlantic City. I've, so. I've done so the Atlantic City
0: it? Beer Fest a couple times. Like, not not for years now, but... Uh, I've uh, never done one. Is it any good? This was... I was probably in my early 20s when I did them, so I didn't oh, really okay. care about the beer. I just would go there and get hammered.
1: But they That's have, pretty
0: much what I'm going to do. They load up the AC Convention Center. They have, there was I remember there was like a bull riding machine the one year. And, oh, uh, I want to do that. Yeah, a seesaw and shit. Like Yeah, it gets crazy. Dunk tanks. Yeah, they, they make it a big thing. That's where I got my shirt with the boobs on it. I got this shirt. It looks like this classic Irish shirt, but if you read it, it doesn't say Aaron go bra. It says Aaron go bra-less. And then when <laughs> you right flip dude. the shirt up, it looks like I have a set of tits. So I wear that every St.
1: Patrick's Day and I flash people. I think for, for uh, old time's sake, you should put on the green man suit and that shirt and wear it and do Grizz in the car. I think, people, I think you'll have a great show. Uh, also, man. we brought up your name a couple of nights ago. Colkin brought up your name. It was your birthday. Uh, we were rehashing the night where me, you, and Colkin went to Maynard's. And you went to a cab and 10 minutes later you showed up with a uh, limousine, which was always blew my mind how you managed to pull that off. Yeah like five dollars
0: more than the cab was charging me
1: i know it was incredible yeah uh, and uh, that was awesome night, like, grizzled i think you broke mrs clarkin's figurines
0: yeah that 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 night ended terribly
1: yep dirty knots we
0: we haven't drank dirty knots since oh yeah I, I don't know if i've done a dirty knot since
1: you don't want it's over it's done with
0: uh yeah that was that was that night um also during that night at the end of the night, before we even got back to Colkin's house, we were leaving Atlantic City and instead of getting a cab, because this was before the times of Uber, I saw two girls and I started hitting on them and I convinced them to bring us, uh give us a ride home for free. They were going back to Pennsylvania. Unbelievable. And, and I was trying real hard to, uh, to get them to come back with us. And Colkin was like screaming at me. He's like, we're not bringing girls back to my mother's house. (laughs) And then uh, Colkin told me, because I don't remember this part of the story. Colkin told me this, that uh, those girls were heroin addicts. Really? Yeah. And I was just so blacked out from the dirty knots that I didn't notice that. And Colkin was like, yeah, dude, they were clearly heroin addicts that drove into Atlantic City from Pennsylvania to go pick up heroin.
1: You know, it's funny. I'm oblivious to stuff. Are you the kind of person that's oblivious to that kind of stuff when you're drinking?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. When I'm drinking, that's, the, that's like the least thing to my mind. Unless, like, it's obvious, but I I didn't think it was obvious. I just saw two girls that were giving us a free ride home, and I, I tried to get them to bring us home.
1: Me? me. Actually, Cole I think I made you know, out
0: with the one girl in the car.
1: Unbelievable. Did you get any, like, uh, residue from the heroin on, you know, on your thing or a little, little second high, and high or something? I don't think so, but
0: then again, I don't remember Maybe much from it. that night, so who knows?
1: That's true. One time, me, Colkin, Bill, his wife, went out to resorts uh, for a show on New Year's Eve, and same situation. I'm just completely oblivious when, you know, when I'm drinking. And we're at the bar, and it's completely packed, two, three deep, except for the end corners. He's two, three girls, a white girl, black girl, and a Spanish girl, so shoot, I'll go over there and get a drink with him. There's only spot open, so... I go down there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm chatting up with them. And, I, uh, you know, next thing you know, I'm sitting there five minutes, and um, I get a tap on my shoulder, some some dude. And he asked me to come talk to him. Well, would you know, all three of those girls were hookers, and the guy who tapped me on the shoulder was a pimp. He was watching us, <laughs> And he pulled me away, and about, he pulled me about 20 feet away, and he started want to talk to me. That's who I am. My job is, I had no idea who this guy was. I just thought he was being friendly. <laughs> and my buddy Billy came over and told me, you got to come with me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I definitely feel you on
0: that. But, yeah, I didn't have a clue. That was a bad night. Colkin crashed his sister's car that night, too. Really? I didn't hear about this. I don't think he, like, crashed it, but he definitely crashed it. Really? I don't think I remember this.
1: Is that why we had to go pick up somebody's car the next well, day? No, or what happened
0: was, remember, we started the night at High Point before we even went to Maynard's, and Colkin's yeah. Jeep broke down. Oh, that's right. So then so then, when we met up with his sister later on in the night, she told him he could take her car home.
1: Nice girl. she'd
0: get a ride from one of his friends. And I think in the parking garage, I think he scratched the wall or the divider because he started going the wrong way in the parking garage. And he backed out. Like, it wasn't a big accident. I think it was just a little scratch. But then he had to try to back out. And get going in the right direction. So that's when we eventually parked the car, Uh-oh. gave her her keys back, and we were like, "Oh, we'll just take a cab because clearly we're not supposed to drive tonight." Yeah, yep, yeah, that's a warning sign. Uh-huh. And then, then that's when I found those girls, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna have some ride." And I was like, "Yeah, you bring a come come by High Point, have some drinks with us, then you come back, come back and keep drinking at, at his house." <laughs> and he's like, "You're not taking these fucking heroin addicts <laughs> to my parents'
1: house." Oh man. That probably, you know what though? If you did that, you might have not wrecked those for figurines. So, you know, shame on Colkin for not allowing you to do that. Yeah, but they probably would have got robbed when we were sleeping. Yeah, they might have robbed something else, but the figurines would have been attacked. You know what I mean,
0: that's true.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, Griswold, I have to, uh, I have to uh, do a few things, but it's been a pleasure talking to you and. I can't tell you how overjoyed I was to be on the Grizz in the Car show, and I hope you make it down. Talk to Colgan. Make it down to Beer Fest, man. We'll have a good time. We'll get some green man suits and go stare at people and interview them. I like this idea.
0: Yeah, I'm going to to talk to Colgan and uh, get on that.
1: Are you bringing the wives?
0: Is this a guys-only thing?
1: You got to talk to Colgan about that. I'm not really sure. All right, yeah, because, like,
0: if if we're bringing them, I got to bring mine. But if we're not, then that could be, like, a guys Mm thing.
1: Somebody asked me that, and I didn't know the answer. I just keep telling people to talk to and I have no idea.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. You do what I
1: do. Yep. Pass off from someone else. All
0: right. And then, uh, well, thanks for coming on. Maybe next time we get honor. Lauren on, too. You said that that would be a good time?
1: She is overjoyed. She would love to come on, and uh, she uh, talk about whatever. I'm sure right. you guys will have a great conversation. All right. So we're going to have to set that
0: up and get her on with you next time. I thought she was with oh. you today.
1: Nope, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her she gets to work, off work at 5, and I'll let her know. All right, yeah,
0: we'll set something up for that, and then uh, everyone else, stay tuned. I might have another guest, I might not. But either Whoa. way, make sure you eat Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson, because they'll always fill you up. Ike, thanks for coming on the show. I think we had a nice, uh, nice little talk today, and I'll definitely have you on again.
1: Sounds good, Griswold. Have a good night, buddy. All right, have a good one.
0: before we go today, I just want to let any wrestling fans listen know that Paul and I have brought back our show. It's a work. You can currently find it on the Anchor app. It will soon be available wherever you get your podcasts, so keep an eye out for that if you're interested in listening to us talk about wrestling. On today's episode, we talked about the Wrestle Kingdom 13 that happened last Friday in Japan, and we also did a little preview on the All Elite Wrestling Rally that's taking place today in Jacksonville. So if you're interested in hearing us talk about wrestling, go on the Anchor app and search It's a Work, and if you don't want to use the Anchor app, just look for it in the coming days because it should be up On iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts before you know it. And that's all. I'll see you all tomorrow. (coughs) Yay! Grizz in his car driving home. Part of the kayfabe-only brother podcast network.